2: Jamie Markley, David Van Camp, Scott Robbins, multiple stories going on today. Where do you want to start, David?
3: Well, we'll start. The president now is uh, talking about some new immigration policy or new new policy at the border, not immigration. Uh, just what are we going to do about this historic border crisis that we've got going on? And uh, he's, he, now they're calling this a carrot and stick policy. Which, I don't know if they have a different definition of what carrot and stick means, which wouldn't surprise me. How about a policy of just
2: enforcing the law? Stop people from coming in illegally.
3: As As I'm hearing and digesting the details of this, it seems to be a whole lot of carrot, no stick whatsoever. So what they're doing is they're allowing more people to enter the country legally as long as they have a financial sponsor in the U.S., so the deterrence measure is expelling people who don't have a sponsor. Now, w- this is what's really happening. They're going to throw a lot of different verbiage at you. They're talking about this new app that you can download on that phone we just gave you. Oh, that, my. oh my gosh. Where you can, you know, get your work permit, if even if you're – well, here's the thing. They're just changing the definition of illegal <laughs> at this point. That's what they do all the time. So – Change the
2: definition of a word.
3: Yeah, so they're changing who is here legally and illegally. So the same number of people can come in, but on the stat sheet, it'll look like fewer people are entering illegally because they are massively expanding uh, uh, this program that has usually been open to refugees, uh, people fleeing warfare. A lot of people have come in from Ukraine that way you know you're you're you you're in dire circumstances and it's kind of like okay you can be here for a little while we'll we'll figure out the details later um but now they're just changing the verbiage here so to me it is kind of like if you were to say uh let's say there's a guy who drinks 10 beers a day and he <laughs> says okay i'm going to cut it down to 5 beers a day but on top of that, he also has five shots of vodka a day. Right. He's still having ten drinks a day, but he says, ah, I'm down to five beers a day, though. Okay? Yes. And when you go to question it,
2: they say, you said you wanted me to not drink so many beers. Right. I'm working
4: with you. Why won't you work with me? <laughs> now, when you say financial sponsor, is that open to, like, a... Uh Corporate sponsorships.
3: Like. <laughs> well, it pretty much is. That's the. Like, no, you're talking about somebody like got, who's already here. You got to have
4: the Pepsi logo attached when you come across. Th- th- I don't th- know.
3: This is the crazy part, though. Is if you've already had several million people come in in the last couple of years, and you can, depending on what state you wound up in, you can establish some form of residency. You're the anchor dude now. <laughs> you're the person that could say, "Yeah, yeah, he's my cousin. I'm going to sponsor him financially." Holy smokes. <laughs>
2: And I mean, we know this. People are coming in from all across the world. Yeah. And that's only going to continue. True it,
3: international average <sighs> depression.
2: Or whatever that means. Uh-huh. Okay. Sorry the, right. the plan. So
3: there's an update there. Meanwhile, there's
2: the Speaker of the House controversy going on in D.C.
3: What do you have there, David? Yeah, well, uh, so what? It's been six votes now, and Kevin McCarthy has not won the Speaker's gavel officially because these 20 rebels in the GOP are not going along with the rest of the party, and we are all supposed to be extremely scandalized by this. The one thing that I keep wondering is there's a lot of pressure on these 20 Republican Party holdouts. Yes. No one can actually explain why does it have to be Kevin McCarthy. Why? Why does it? Ha- Obviously, he's not going to get the votes needed. So, why does it have to be him? That's a great question. I, they don't answer
2: that
4: question because well, his he, turn
2: because That's, he wanted it. Yeah. and y- you wonder what is this really about? Yeah, because the back and forth goes well. As far as the twenty holdouts, there are other people they will agree to elect. It's just not Kevin McCarthy, right? Well, and the other side is like everybody else, but you have like. Two hundred, and you got these twenty.
4: Why don't you just get in line? Maybe he gets a pay raise when he gets the gig. He can move out from Frank Luntz's place and <laughs> get his own digs. I, I don't know. You know, no one brings
3: that up I anymore. Know, you know, notice no that?
2: Kevin McCarthy,
4: Frank Luntz, didn't they at least room together?
2: <laughs> yeah. I, mean, as far I don't know. As I know they still go, do. It, they yeah. might. They I don't bu- know. In
3: bunk beds? They, well, they need it. <laughs> I don't Weird. That, I don't know if there's the bunk bed situation. <laughs>
2: Did Tucker have some sort of, did he have some sort of visual, was it bunk beds that he had? Is that why that's in your brain? And they had like
3: animal print jammies. (laughs) That looked (laughs) exactly alike. Yeah, That's right. (laughs) Now, anyway, a lot of other Republicans, like you mentioned, are getting very upset at these rebels. Why won't they do this? Uh, Here's Dan Crenshaw, representative out of Houston, uh, speaking with Fox News' Guy
1: Benson. Okay. So those of us who are standing against this, we're standing for principle. They are standing for notoriety. They're standing for that extra news hit because nobody ever cares about them. And they're frustrated by that. And they want that extra news hit. We know that we can't give into this because then they will always run the conference and they'll just get another scalp and another scalp, whether it's, whether it's Boehner or Paul Ryan or then McCarthy, Scalise would just be next. And we all know it. We just can't allow that to happen. That's why those of us are saying like, look, you pushed us into this corner. So now we're Now we're saying we won't vote for anyone but McCarthy. That's why we're saying it, because we cannot let the terrorists win. That's basically what's happening.
3: Whoa. Terrorists? So, I mean, honestly, (laughs) he's... What is going on? If his read on the situation is that these people are being selfish and they're driven by ego, then he just admitted the same thing applies to him. And that's really disappointing, because, I mean, the guy's a decorated combat veteran... And you would think that this guy would have a little bit more guts. And right now, he's just sounding like another one of those freaking Republicans that goes to Washington and just does what he's told. And that's really disappointing. Grateful for his service, always. Yeah, sure. He's paid
2: a debt. I mean, that's obvious. Uh, just another disappointment as far as someone you think in the Republican Party that's really going to stand for what you want your representative to stand for. Um, you warned me, <laughs> David, uh, maybe a year ago. I don't know how long ago yeah. it's been. Year, year and a half, or maybe sometime just in the last 12 months. Because I really had high hopes I would listen to his podcast, and I thought he was doing a great job with that. It was sort yeah. of like an outreach thing. No doubt I think he's a smart guy. Um, you also mentioned some sort of tie with Crenshaw to the World Economic Forum.
3: Yeah, I mean, it's not he's not like a card-carrying member or anything yeah. like that. But in 2019... Uh, they put him on like the young global leaders list, which again I to my knowledge he didn 't have any yeah you know he didn 't say, "Hey, you know, put me on this list, but man when the when the worst, most powerful people on the planet are putting you on their sales team call list that 's not yeah. a good look. That I mean, and it could be totally unfair. I'm open to that criticism. If, if you think, hey, that's just not fair, guilt by association, et cetera. But well, i just a- go
2: by what he said right there and yeah. what he said on other issues that's been so disappointing. When he's talking about these holdouts and he's accusing them of grandstanding or they don't get enough attention, Gates doesn't get enough attention. Right. right? Bobert? <laughs> Chip Roy. Yeah. They're on national news. They're all the time. That doesn't hold any water. And this terrorist thing. Wait a second. Yeah. What just happened less than a month ago with that omnibus bill and all the stuff that got crammed into it? One point seven trillion dollars, are you saying that's the way it should work? We should just plow through the way it's always been? You sound like a swamp creature. You sound like just like everybody else. I thought you were supposed to go there to make change. Right. Man, that's disappointing. And the whole terrorist thing really That's really something.
4: That's really something.
2: They're conservatives anybody calling someone else a terrorist well that's a page from the lefty
4: playbook just call everybody a terrorist that disagrees with you
3: well that's that's
4: That's what hannity did
2: to lauren boebert last (laughs) night where you're starting to sound like a liberal i I was shocked about that too well
3: you know i pointed out yesterday when you have these people saying well we have 202 votes and they only have 20 and 20 people shouldn't be able to disrupt this well actually you need 218 votes and you don't have the majority sorry you don't have the majority of the votes kevin and that was the exact same argument liberals like Bernie Sanders were making against Senators uh, Joe Manchin and Kirsten Sinema when they wouldn't go along with the Democratic uh, power uh, structure. And, look, right we all shredded them for that. I stand by that. You guys all sound like a bunch of whiny bees, man. You do. You do. Uh, Laura Ingram did it last night to Chip Roy.
2: Yeah. I heard it on Fox & Friends this morning. All three were like, well, well, what's the end game? To get a more functioning government that's for the people. I thought that's what everybody was for. But I'll tell you, as far as what what we heard there um, from Crenshaw or what I saw from that Hannity interview, and we can get into that later, it's not like I'm saying this as proof and I've got the receipts. I'm saying you sound like you're bought and paid for. That's what you sound like. Whether you are or not, I have no idea. But it's really disappointing. I think all of a sudden the true colors are coming out because somebody got marching orders. Uh, we need somebody to go after Boebert. We need somebody to go after Chip Roy. We need somebody to get out there and go after these 20. That's what it sounds like. And it's a lot of money and it's a lot of power. More on that a little bit later. One of the guys, though, before we're totally off this, but switching gears to Byron
3: Donalds. Yeah. Well, he, he doesn't really want it even though he got 20 votes more than once. Yeah. He 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 was uh the nominee yesterday to be the speaker of the house from the uh holdouts. Um and yeah, I mean he lost of course like you said, he only got 20 votes. Uh but he was asked if he really wants the job and this was his answer. I love this.
5: <laughs> Roll it. Like actually, no not really. Never came here to try to be a speaker. So, right the house. Know, bro- well, they nominated me. Of course, I voted for myself. What you, what that's what pretty doing? cool.
3: <laughs> <laughs> of course, I voted for myself. So that's pretty cool, man. That's pretty cool, yeah. Hell yeah. <laughs> well,
2: sometimes the best leaders are the ones that don't want it. The ones that want
4: it so badly make the bad leaders. That's how the country was founded. I mean, yes. you were drafted into being part of the government. You didn't want to leave your farm and whatever else, but you did it. Well, and how about
2: McCarthy and all these people making all these threats to the holdouts? Yeah. Like trying to hold them hostage. Yeah. And, and they were there was a reporter asking Byron Donalds that. Which was
3: pretty funny. Are you worried about retribution after the fact? There was threats that folks that weren't going to vote for McCarthy would be kicked off committees. Now you put yourself in a, in a pretty public position opposing who, the
6: person that could be the speaker. Are you worried about retribution?
5: Man, I'm six two, two seventy five. I'm not worried about that.
4: <laughs> That's outstanding.
2: <laughs> Got to tell you, mind right of the story of my old buddy Big Kev. Told Hawk, you're too sleeping small. <laughs> no, I'm not worried. I'm seventy five.
4: <laughs> yeah. McCarthy's coming my way. Man, that's funny. That is beefy, too, by the way.
2: Uh, good news. Great news yeah. today, David.
3: Yeah, Damar Hamlin, the uh, safety for the Buffalo Bills who collapsed on the field during Monday night football. He's been in critical condition, still is, but the team has updated us. Uh, now saying that uh, he has shown, quote, remarkable improvement over the past 24 hours. He's still critically ill, but he appears to be neurologically intact, which when you are, you know, getting CPR that long, Mm. oxygen deprivation to the brain is something that is obviously a huge concern. And uh, it appears that at least he has, uh, again, right now, that he's going to make some sort of mental recovery the physical recovery still not out of the woods yet. Obviously, uh, his lungs are healing right now. He's making progress, and awake and squeezing the hands of yeah. family
2: members. You know, that's that's a great sign, man.
4: Long road ahead, but that's a positive sign. Oh for my sure.
2: goodness! Yep. Yes. All right. More on that later. Also, oh, the Prince Harry books coming out, and he talks about how his big brother kicked his butt one time. He sounds like a wuss when he tells his story. We'll get to that in much more coming up. right the markley van camp and Robbins show jamie markley david van camp scott robbins biden says he'll visit the border at el paso this sunday yeah and he
4: also said earlier republicans aren't serious about this border crisis. <laughs> <laughs> Jeez. Yeah. i'm really surprised he's going sunday though because of the devout catholicism that you know i thought that would be a day that he would spend in prayer well it's not just prayer scott
2: he's going to be acting uh, with the open arms Mm-hmm. Oh, to I invite see. the world I to come see. in. Yes, that's all part of it. You uh-huh. see, um, I happened to see this, and I've been hearing about the Prince Harry book that's coming out for months. Media's been all over that. Um, so on Good Morning America, they were previewing part of a big exclusive interview that Michael Strahan had with Prince Harry, because Harry's talking about his brother
7: Prince William in a physical altercation. This was from Good Morning America Today. Detailing an alleged attack by his brother Prince William during a heated confrontation over Harry's wife, Meghan. What? Harry reportedly writing that William called Meghan, quote, rude, difficult, and abrasive. And-
2: that, well, that sounds spot on. That, that is 100% right, yes. Isn't that what, in that situation,
4: Prince William should do? Hey, you, man. You could throw those three words out there by themselves and say, who am I talking about?
7: <laughs> and, and you would know. <laughs> We got an issue here, man. We got to talk about this. Right. Okay. And as the argument escalated, Uh-oh. Harry claims William, quote, grabbed me by the collar, ripping my necklace, and knocked me to the floor. I landed on a dog's bowl, which cracked under my back, <laughs> the pieces cutting into me. I lay there for a moment, oh, dazed. <laughs> Wait.
3: Fell into a, no, a you dog minute. bowl. <laughs> your, your brother kicked your ass, and you're telling that story to the world? Wait a it's not even a punch. He grabbed him by the collar,
4: enough to break the necklace. <laughs> broke his necklace. He's, he's a necklace guy. And I guy. fell. And threw him down so hard, he hit the dog ball which broke, and then cut him in the back. I'm trying to figure out how does that happen. I don't know. Glass dog ball. Did he have to know.
2: grab him from behind? Because if you're in the front of him, how did you knock him backward? Unless you did the old, I'm going to put my right foot behind <laughs> your right foot, and then push you forward, and then you trip. That's possible.
7: I mean, I'm probably the only person thinking of these details. It just seems a little weird. But anyway, there for a moment, dazed, then got to my feet and told him to get out. (laughs) I bet he told him sternly.
4: (laughs) Get out. I'm going to tell Megan.
2: (laughs) (laughs) It's so weird. And then they get. okay. so they're going to give you a little preview, a little teaser of the interview that's
7: coming up on Monday. The teaser is very short. There's a quote in this book where you refer to your brother as your um, beloved brother and arch nemesis. Strong words. What did you mean by that?
8: There has always been this competition between us, weirdly. I think it really plays into, always played by the air spare
2: you know, Harry said he's been. referred... Hold on a second. You mean there's a
8: rivalry between
2: brothers? Yeah. Well, no. Weird. heard that say
3: <laughs> That's that, weird. That that that's every brother in in all of human history. There's.
7: <laughs> yes, and then the last part just from Strahan. You know, Harry said he's been referred to as the spare for for much of his life, and his brother has always always been referred to as the heir.
3: That's okay. why the name of the book is Spare. Ah, gotcha. Well. I mean, the guy did take you down by your necklace, so <laughs>
1: I, I would just say <laughs> there's,
3: there, there's clearly one alpha and beta here, okay? I mean, I'm just saying. Look, the for, the clear- heir- <laughs> Go ahead. Look for the Air Williams shoes to hit Nike stores
0: <laughs>
2: <laughs> I can't help it. So what's supposed to happen? Is Prince William supposed to get him a new necklace? (laughs) necklace. And if that's in play, if that's in play, I want a new basketball trophy from when I was 12 because my brother broke it over my head.
4: I want a new one. You know, there were like puka shells all over the floor, too. Roy speaks next.
2: Robin show. I'm Jamie Markley, Gen Xer, the millennial David Van Camp and the sexy boomer Scott Robbins. Seventh ballot vote underway for House Speaker. Duh. Well, some concessions have been made last night. That's the word, you know. Yeah. And some people believe at eh, 10 or 11 these holdout Republicans are going to vote for McCarthy now that the concessions have been made because they really meant something. But that still wouldn't be enough. Got to have 16 yeah. So we'll see if yeah. if that was true what the word was earlier today. Right now it's fifteen eight.
4: Well it's sixteen eight now. Just oh see? <laughs> yeah, but it's early. Life. It's early. Yeah. yeah. Second inning.
2: Uh the <laughs> Biden speech about <laughs> the border crisis yeah. and the GOP just not being serious about it at all yeah, with it's, any
3: solutions. Weird. It's, it's very wild, man, because he's out there saying, yeah, we're trying. We've been trying for the last two years, and Republicans just won't give us the resources we want, which is a lie. That's a total of lie. Of course it is. Um, And now today he is announcing a new plan, which is basically to say people who were previously coming into the country illegally, if they meet certain criteria, they're no longer entering illegally. And now there's an app that you could use to claim asylum. (laughs) I mean, dude.
2: (laughs) Let's see if I understand this right. So if you're already here. Yeah. Okay. You're already here and you broke the law Mm -hmm. that if you have someone supporting you, They just wipe that clean. You're not actually here illegally. If you're on your way. Oh, if you're on your way. So if you're already here, then you still broke the law. But if you're on your way, you're not breaking the law then by entering the country.
3: Yeah, at the end of the day, they're not actually trying to solve the problem. They're just trying to solve what it looks like on the stat sheet. That's all they're doing. Yeah, I mean, Um,
2: change what the meaning of illegal is.
3: Yes, exactly. And, I mean, the way that this guy talks about it, it's, I mean... <laughs> Today he actually said, "It's not like people want to come here illegally." What? Okay, hold well, sure on. Sure, they
8: do. <laughs> Roll it. It's not like people have heard me say it before. It's not like people are sitting around a table and somewhere in, in Central America say, "I got a great idea. Let's sell everything we have. Let's give it to a coyote, a smuggler. They'll take us on a hiring journey." For a thousands of miles to get to the United States, then we're going to legally cross the border. They're going to drop us in a desert, and we're facing we don't speak the language. Won't that be fun?
3: It, I don't know about the won't that be fun part, but those conversations happen all the time. Every day. It's literally day. happening right now. Yes.
4: That was a really dumb thing to say. i am I don't know why I'm
2: dumbfounded. I shouldn't be. No, you shouldn't be. But I am after hearing that. What are you talking about? Exactly. That's the whole thing. Oh, right, yes. People want to come to the United States. As much as the left hates the country and what it stands for,
4: (laughs) the rest of the world would love to live here. Yeah, you make the argument, are they sitting around a table going, you know, we'd like to go to the U.S., but it's illegal, so we're going to wait. Well, he's acting like no
2: one wants to. Right, exactly. Okay. What, someone's pointing a gun to their head and saying, you must. Right. (laughs)
3: That's no, they, not happening. Yeah, they very much want to. And so in his world, the best way of going about this is to just say, yeah, you can cross and uh, we're not really going to do much about it. We're we're not, you know, if you meet this criteria, we're going to let you on in. Don't worry about it. Uh, whatever, Unfettered immigration, basically. Doesn't really matter. That's Joe Biden. And he's also, again, of course, calling for a pathway to citizenship for people here illegally. And I, I just as I'm watching this, I just wonder, again... Why is it my responsibility to, I don't know, cover for someone who's committing a crime? They are you you shouldn't. They are. I mean, if I see a guy shoplifting at Walmart, it's not my responsibility to help him evade loss prevention. I'm not. I mean, I'm not there to help him. No, It, it just doesn't make sense to me. It really doesn't. Okay, moving on. Chip Roy spoke. David. Yeah, well, uh, Texas Republican Chip Roy is one of the uh, 20 Republicans who are blocking Kevin McCarthy from being Speaker of the House. And I know a lot of Republicans and proven conservatives are very upset. Just vote, Chip. Just vote. Uh, Now, on Fox News, he said, hey, this is actually about having bills really debated on the House floor, not crafted behind closed doors. And, you know, the only thing we really get to do is say yes or no. We we want an open process when it comes to making laws. Yes,
9: we can't actually have participation in the process because things are cooked up in secret committees uh, in the rules committee, as they call it. It's a secret committee, basically, that nobody knows about that then funnels everything to the floor. And we want to be able to have a say on that. It's not enough just to get the same old rules, the 72 hours and stuff that's already in the rules and gets waived regularly. It's a majoritarian body. You can put whatever you want in the rules, but if they can just be waved away magically because Mitch McConnell and the leadership of the House decide to jam through a bill, then we have no say. So this is all about defending the American people against the swamp.
4: You're, You're lumping in Kevin McCarthy with the swamp and thereby saying that former President Donald Trump in endorsing McCarthy is somehow tied to the swamp. Is that what you're saying?
9: Well, look, you can talk, you can talk to President Trump about his endorsements. I don't really pay attention to. All him, right, well, let frankly. me then keep
10: going. Uh-huh.
3: <laughs> I I do have this feeling, man. You're really starting to see in DC who latched on to the America First movement because they believed in it and who just wanted to ride on Trump's coattails. Or just flat out afraid of Trump. Yeah. And I, I think there are a whole lot, there are about, well, 202 uh, members of Congress in the Republican Party who clearly were just terrified of Trump. And these 20 who are probably the most closely aligned with Donald Trump, who are holding out, Trump's thrown them under the bus.
2: Yes. Well, you know what? <laughs> this time of the day, we do what's your story? which is, as we always talk about, you're looking at all this news that's going on and trying to figure out, okay, what's really going on. But you see these other stories that might not be the biggest ones, but it caught your attention, mm-hmm. so we throw it out there. Yeah. Do you want me to lead today? Because it leads right into this, Oh, David. sure. Go ahead. Okay, you, and you tell me when to stop. Okay. This was Sean Hannity with Lauren Boebert last night. And honestly, I, I was surprised that it went the way it did. Because she's trying to lay out why they're not voting for Kevin McCarthy. Sort of like what Chip Roy did there. But Hannity was hammering
6: her. Here, we'll just play parts of it. Uh, Isn't it time for you to pack it in and your side to pack it in, considering he has over 200 and you have 20?
11: Sean, I understand the frustration, I promise you. But, I'm not um, frustrated. Does you does not didn't answer, answer my vote, question. And we are hearing...
6: We I'm are not, hearing from many frustrated. people who are
11: still voting with Kevin McCarthy You're who not are answering very supportive my question. of what we're doing and they're cheering.
2: That was the start of the interview. Yeah. Holy cow.
11: <laughs> of what we're doing and they're cheering us on. So there are more for us than are against us and they are waiting for Kevin to cave. Okay. Um, Congresswoman, you know, the American people are certainly frustrated by.
6: I'm frustrated by you not answering a direct question. You said to President Trump, you, you said earlier today that President okay. Trump needs to tell Kevin, Kevin McCarthy, McCarthy does not have you don't the have the we votes. Need to come up Hold with on. a consensus Can I
11: candidate to elect a Can I speaker finish? Of the House.
6: You don't have the votes and it's time to withdraw. He has 203, your side has 20. Why is it time for him to withdraw and not you when he has so many more votes? That's not the way it works, by the
0: way.
4: Well,
11: Sean, he needs 218, and he does not have 218. We've been trying to work this out in private, as you said, for months. But Kevin McCarthy didn't even want to listen to us until his disappointing midterms. We all want a unified party. But this isn't chaos. It's a functioning constitutional republic.
3: Which is what you said, David. Yeah, this is how it's... It's supposed to be messy. My goodness.
2: Okay, so why does Hannity continue... To hammer her. I, I believe that you this read... is what our
11: founding fathers intended, and okay. this is showing Yesterday that you our voted... votes are working. Our votes aren't just in a, a cast. Congresswoman, to I'd ask a you hate. not to
6: filibuster. Yesterday you voted, and Jim Jordan filibuster, was
2: Filibuster? She's explaining it.
6: She's saying things
2: you don't want to hear. Right. Yeah. And then I asked the question why is it so important to Hannity that Kevin McCarthy goes in and this gets done? I don't have the answer to the question. You can only imagine. But it's just someone that is conservative watching this play out, and you've seen the way everything is run over the last several years. We always talk about we got to have change. we got to have change. The way D.C. is broke, it's got to change. How else is it going to change unless you take a guy that's been there forever, McCarthy, and put him as Speaker? Without any
6: concessions. It doesn't make sense to me. Uh, tomorrow, I don't know who you're going to vote for. But the bottom line is you still only have 20 votes. Let me ask you this. Kevin McCarthy I think we're proving pit- that we're open <laughs> to me- a
11: menu dude, of options. I don't know how long you mean, want you're me to keep playing that's parts that's
6: of this. Worked. He
2: hammers her, dude. I mean, <clears throat> it goes on and on and on for like nine minutes.
3: I mean, well, in this circumstance, it actually isn't just 20 votes. There's a whole lot of other there's a whole lot of Democrats who are voting against them too. I mean, the the 20 votes in the Republican Party uh are just as powerful as the 202 votes in right. favor of Kevin McCarthy in the Republican Party. So that's how this works, man.
2: Well, and Laura Ingram did something similar to Chip Roy. Well, what's your in game? Well, what's your in game? Getting someone else as speaker of the house. Right. That's the way it works. So I'm, I'm sitting there, and listen, it's not, I'm not trying to start a conspiracy theory, but you step back and wonder, why are all these different people on Fox parroting the same stuff outside of Tucker Carlson? It, it just didn't make sense to me. Yeah. And I keep thinking, what am I missing here? Maybe there is something I'm missing. I don't know. David, what's your story today?
3: Uh, my story today is the Seattle Credit Union is shutting down branches uh, in the city because of, well, crime. I mean, the the pandemic shutdowns, the change in behaviors had a lot to do with it. But at the end of the day, uh, the Seattle Credit Union president and CEO, Richard Romero, said, uh, in addition to these statistics, we also weighed branch safety issues and the cost of providing a safe and secure environment for both our members and our staff.
2: I'm sure Joe Biden will say it's not like criminals want to commit crimes. (laughs) (laughs) It's so sad, dude. All these cities just get decimated oh, yeah.
4: by this stuff. What's your story, Scott? This is so bizarro, world. A former, uh, I guess, writer, a features writer from Rolling Stone magazine who has been dead for two years via suicide, turns out faked her own death and has now come back on social media.
2: I read the story.
4: Isn't this nuts? Yes. Uh, Yeah, uh, it it really is. Uh, Author Susan Meachin, who -hmm. allegedly died by suicide September 2022, returned to Facebook this week to reveal that she's not dead. She said she just needed a break from social media because people were being mean. I think the way I understood it was her family. She said she was bullied in the book world, whatever that means. Yes. As a group she led, then faked her own death by suicide. A post appeared in the group, supposedly by her daughter, saying Susan had, in fact, committed suicide two years ago.
2: Yeah, I think it was September 2020. 2020, yeah. Is when that originally had happened, that that was reported.
4: She she was death by suicide. Yes. And I'm sitting here reading this thing, and I can't believe that a writer I didn't know existed until I found out she wasn't dead isn't actually dead. That's weird. Yes, it is, and now is coming back. You know, on this group yes. on Facebook, yes.
2: where all these writers are, to say, I don't know how else to get back to this, but I'm mentally much better now. My family was trying to take care of me mm-hmm. and thought that was best. And the way I understood it, and you read a different version, you might have yeah. read an update. Some people are wondering, okay, is it really her? They think it is. It sounds like yeah, her. It's like
4: Elvis playing checkers with Jim Morrison somewhere in the Swiss <laughs> Alps.
0: <right?
2: laughs> yes, they think uh, all of a sudden, oh, yeah, yeah they're really not. Uh, they're, someone saw him somewhere. But this
4: I mean, turns out that they yeah. think it really is her. For the last five minutes, I've been on a roller coaster emotionally. I'll tell you that. Because <laughs> I had no freaking idea who she was.
2: Well, I think she was a romance writer. It was shocking to she people. She wrote you for
4: Rolling Stone.
2: I don't know. That's the way I understood it. Yeah, she. May now have. we got different sources. Well, she better than sitting with Stacey Abrams writing some steamy stuff. That, that could be. That works absolutely. All right, is this true? Forty-two percent of people sleep with stuffed animals. We're talking about adults. We'll get to that in a news update straight ahead right here. markley david van camp scott robbins mccarthy's not gonna get the votes nope there's already 11 others
3: (laughs) here we go (laughs) why is it so important to have kevin mccarthy as speaker of the house see that's the troubling question (laughs) because there's an answer to it but i bet it's
2: an answer no one that's fighting so hard for him wants anyone to know Mm -hmm. don't you get that feeling oh yeah Totally That's what did. it seems like to me, you know. Sorry, Kevin. You're going to go for eight? And he said, I'm never giving
4: up. All at right. what point are you, like, not going to get the votes? <laughs> it's like Pete Rose. You continue to play till you get the record. <laughs> <laughs> but I think he already has.
2: So, yeah. By the way, man, okay, I'm just going to play a, a little clip of something. Because this was Chip Roy. He's one of the 20, along with Bobert and Gates and others. And when Chip Roy is talking with Laura Ingram and laying out his case of, you know, why not Kevin? He's going through this list of where McCarthy has failed over time, right? We
10: still have to get to 218. So, again, I'm going to ask you, what is your end game here? Because so it looks like we like could be the, going the to something. end game?
9: right he was on good lat too in 2018 with respect to the immigration and border security, He's bill, it which out. messed up the entire effort for us to secure the border four years ago
10: right Last we've documented year, congressman we've documented yep. that and, I, and, and everybody knows like i'm you know i'm probably to the right of all a lot of you guys on a lot of these issues so but. okay but what's the end game getting someone
9: that has a backbone that you can trust because they know they can't trust that guy. Look, when the leadership actually votes with the minority, votes with the Democrats to steamroll Republicans, which is the past history of our Republican leadership, yes. then maybe we should do something different. Okay, so when so I my say question, I want tools, yeah, I yeah, want my tools question, to change that.
10: Okay, but my question to you again, it, you have to get from point A to point B. I understand sure. okay. frustration with the establishment. Long before you were on Capitol Hill, I've been fighting the establishment, oh, yeah. so I get that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right. But you still have to be able to get to point B. So my question is a yeah. very specific one. Would yeah. you rather have Hakeem Jeffries in that's a position a of, wait, hold on, of authority a real choice. In, in the House?
2: And that's where she goes down until he says no. No. You would have to have Republicans voting for him. It's not going to happen. Why the pressure so much for McCarthy? Is it as simple as Trump gives Laura Ingram and Hannity marching orders and go out and fight for him? Or is it something else?
3: It's freaking dirty, man. Yeah. That's what it seems like. To it's me. not right, just, man. It seems, it's the whole just thing calling seems it very very off. Off. Yeah. Yeah. God
2: oh. dang. By the way. Well, it was from BuzzFeed, but it's true. 42% of people say they do sleep with stuffed animals. Those are adults. We're freaking doomed. The Marksley, Van Camp and Robin Show. Jamie Markley, David Van Camp, Scott Robbins. Oh, Kevin McCarthy. Looks like he's got well nope, nope, he's not. No blow your roll.
3: No seventh vote for House Speaker and Kevin McCarthy comes up short yet again because of the rebels in the GOP who are saying no, sir, to you, Mr Swamp Creature. Sorry. And it's funny, all the people who loved Donald Trump for years because he was this great disruptor in Washington really hate these great disruptors in Washington now. That's very odd. This is what I can't figure out. Because
2: when you're talking about Trump's policies, there are so many people like, yes, finally. And drain the swamp. And that's why I was like blown away i understand if you have different republicans that are going to go out on cable news and make their case for kevin mccarthy because they're whipped into doing it that's part of the game right but when it's other show hosts on conservative media why don't they get in line what are you waiting for you're disrupting I thought that's what we were all
3: about. I know. I know. What, I, what is this? I mean, and there are a lot of people uh, who are, uh, it is kind of befuddling to me because I like them. I generally yes. like what they have to say. And this time it's just very confusing. I mean, Brian Kilmeade called them insurrectionists <laughs> yesterday, these insurrectionists. And then he did, in fairness, he backtracked and said, oh, I probably shouldn't use that word. But why, why are you so mad about this? What is it I don't about- understand. The whole Fox and Friends crew this morning
2: were on the twenty. Well, what's the end game with this? To get a better government, what people want, well, what like, people voted these people
4: to go do in Washington D.C. I mean, David mentioned earlier, we, we want someone else to be Speaker of the House. That's yep. what we want. That's the end game. That's the other part.
2: And watching some of the interviews where it, <laughs> it got uh, a little brutal. Well, why not? Well, who do you want to be the speaker? And the point will be brought up. Well, there are several people that we could agree on that we'd be fine with, but not Kevin McCarthy. He has proven he can't be trusted in a leadership position. We don't want to put him back there. Well, Trump said that he wants him there. Well, so what? Right. He's already proven he can't do it. I'm sorry. With all due respect president trump but we're not voting for this guy find somebody else because they have the power to do it so that's the part that really has me confused of why all the backlash from conservative media on some of these people
3: well and i'm i'm not really buying the argument and i know we mentioned this earlier this week but well, they say, well, if we don't have a Speaker of the House, we can't have committee assignments. And so that means we can't uh, we can't start investigating the Department of Homeland Security's Alejandro Mayorkas. And, okay, and then what what happens? Because we all know. We all know it. You investigate him. You try to hold him accountable. You even go through an impeachment proceeding. That guy's not going anywhere. It doesn't matter. Because well, you, of the Senate situation. Right. right. Oh, we're going to impeach Joe Biden. Okay, go for it. That dies in the Senate. Sorry. The other thing, too, and tell me if I'm wrong, that if you end
2: up picking a different person, okay, all, this, all the same things you're talking about, it's full steam ahead. Right. It's with a different speaker. They're not going to elect a Democrat. The Republicans aren't going to flip and say, you know what? Hakeem Jeffries, you know, he's probably better
3: off. We'll just vote well, for him. They're not going to do that. Well, And then honestly, even if they do, so what? I think that would be bad. I do think well, that would I, be bad. But I'm just saying, like, when you talk about, like, conservative priorities and whatnot, that moving forward, okay, well, right now you've got a divided uh, House and Senate. You've got a narrow majority in the House of Representatives. You don't have the Senate. You've got a hostile White House. Mm-hmm. But you do have enough votes to stop anything Democrats might do, so who cares? Yeah, man. I think the next speaker should be Bose. <laughs> I think the consensus candidate is right in front of us, and it's Hunter Biden, okay?
4: (laughs) I'm like, yeah, Chip Roy. Oh, no, not Hunter Biden. (laughs) Well, they do like a, you know, America's got talent for it. Just have every, every ordinary American who wants the job to walk up and audition in front of America, and then we all vote. Hey, man, I'm starting to think outside the box here. You know what? if you keep Oz. going with
2: ideas like that, I'm going to start voting for Kevin McCarthy. Because <laughs> <laughs> this is getting too wieldy for me. Let's go with Dr. Oz. Okay, how about that? Uh, why not? Well, that's another Hannity pick. Yeah, It was. Uh, yeah? I mean, I'm not just looking to take sh- uh, shots at Hannity, but that's true. You know what, man? You had a different clip of Hannity all over
3: Lauren Boebert. Yeah. We can play it if you want. Well, yeah, and, uh, you know, because one of the holdouts is Lauren Boebert, who said yesterday it's time for Kevin McCarthy to step aside because he doesn't have enough to, of the votes. And he doesn't. That's just a fact. And uh, Fox News' Sean Hannity interviewed her and tried to turn the tables on her. Okay.
6: Isn't it time for you to pack it in and your side to pack it in, considering he has over 200 and you have 20?
11: sean i understand the frustration i promise you but i'm not frustrated um, he does you didn't not answer have the my question and we are hearing
6: we I'm are not, hearing I'm from many frustrated.
11: people who are still voting with kevin mccarthy that was
2: the beginning of the interview yeah mm, boy i mean it's one thing if you're going on for 30 seconds she just started to answer you're
11: well, not answering my question of what we're doing and they're cheering us on so there are more for us than are against us and they are waiting for kevin to cave okay. um you know the american people are certainly frustrated by
6: I'm frustrated by you not answering a direct question. You said to President Trump, you, you said earlier today, that President okay. Trump needs to tell Kevin, Kevin McCarthy does not you don't the have the we votes.
11: Oh, can I finish? To elect a can I finish? Of the House.
6: You don't have the votes, and it's time to withdraw. He has 203. Your side has 20. Why is it time for him to withdraw and not you when he has so many more votes?
11: Well, Sean, he needs 218, and he does not have 218.
0: There yeah. you go. Yeah,
2: that's the. And answer. then later in the interview, he said, "You sound like a liberal." <laughs> what is that, dude? That's Hackity. That's not Hannity. Come on, dude. Be better. <laughs> I'm serious, man. Yeah. Wow. I'm not looking to just start a fight. Whatever. But that's that's just freaking weak sauce, man. You know it is too. To Hackity.
4: <laughs>
2: <laughs> Come on. Okay. This is. Dude, you notice when you talk to your friends outside of this business or outside of politics, they're all saying the same sorts of things? Like, good. Good for them. We, you need to change it. I thought we were about draining the swamp. Yeah. All right. Moving on. Um. Oh, Matt Taibbi. Another Twitter files drop. And this is the weird thing, and I guess we shouldn't be surprised at this point, that we know journalists were censored over time and this is far worse than people had imagined this story has been ignored for the most part by legacy media but as he was on Tucker show last night um, he kind of lays it out very simply what we're looking at here and it's one of those things for people that are really out of the news cycle you want them to hear exactly what's going on
5: I think we can say pretty conclusively after looking at Tens of thousands of emails over the course of these weeks that the government was in the censorship business in a huge way. Uh, That's, I think, provable now. Uh, And not just one agency, really, every conceivable wing of the enforcement uh, agencies of the U.S. government were in some way or another sending moderation requests to Twitter.
2: And they were taking them (laughs) because they're intimidated. You know, as he laid out one of the points being, all right, so you're working at Twitter and you're getting messages from the FBI and from, you know, sounds like the CIA. Hey, we know that, uh, uh, you know, we got some foreign actors and uh, national security at risk here. Going to have to suppress these messages. The guy at Twitter, gee, that sounds serious. We better suppress the information. And and that's what they do. Mm -hmm. So... As this goes on, Tucker asks Taibi, Hey, all these journalists about all about freedom of speech, have they come to you? You know, raising holy hell about this? Here's Taibbi.
5: No, and that's been a profound disappointment. Um, you know, for me personally, I, I gave to the ACLU for years. I'm one of those sort of died in the old uh, liberals and grew up that way. I'm deeply disappointed. I think a lot of people uh, who are sort of politically on that side of the aisle. Um, are missing the boat on this. They don't understand the gravity of the situation. They're thinking about this in partisan terms. It's not a partisan story. This is a story about the architecture yeah. uh, of the intelligence community and law enforcement.
4: Yeah.
2: Am I the only one that's like freaking out by this? No,
4: no. I look at you, Scott. You're no, like, a, no, no, I no. You just you you've just sort of cornered the market on outrage on this one. I let you go.
3: It's that but no one it. seems to care. No, Not even the journalists. No, well, they're in on it. I mean, come on. <laughs> Golly, man. It's
5: been getting its hands on speech and on the ability for of people to communicate with one another through platforms like Twitter and Facebook. And they're doing this in a very profound way, much more serious than I thought it was at the beginning of this story.
2: It sounded like what we've been saying over the last seven years. It's far worse than I'd ever imagined. Yeah as far as information, the truth coming out. And honestly, what's happened in the last 72 hours with the vote on Speaker has me even more concerned. Yeah. Yeah. It really does. No. All right. So we're going to words of wisdom now from Cardi B, apparently.
3: Yes, okay. we are. Okay. Well, the, the rapper. Speaker of the House. Yeah, Sure, the, might yes. as well. Do it. I nominate her. Okay. <laughs> let's, yeah, right. let's have it. Well, I mean, look, she's had it with inflation. Okay. She posted this rant, and I think she speaks for a weary nation okay roll it
0: it's like hey yo what the is going on i want to see for myself what the is being spent
2: on and like when i go to the supermarket like i went to the supermarket i'm seeing that everything tripled
7: up that like lettuce was like two dollars a couple of months ago and now it's like seven of course i'm gonna say something
4: right now i'm finding more common ground with cardi b yes all of a sudden that makes more sense than anything (laughs) i've heard recently (laughs) she's gonna
3: change her name to sean cardi
4: b Yes, this sounds <laughs> like actual conservative media all of a sudden. Because f- if
2: I think that sh- is crazy, I can only imagine what middle class people or people in the hood is m- thinking. So, yes, I'm going to say something. The f- and I have a big platform. So I do want yeah. anybody that's responsible of these f- prices to put that sh- the f- down.
4: Yeah. They're going to see my s***. They might put it down.
2: Well, you talked to Biden. Remember you did the yeah. interview with him? Yeah.
4: I'm you t- better get him back on the phone. I'm who telling you. The, who knew that lettuce would bring us uh, together as a country? <laughs> <laughs> Not I, but Cardi B has done it.
3: Yes. <laughs> okay. Speaker of the House, Cardi B. There you go. Man,
2: been a lot of layoffs talking about the economy and just the state of the United States. Did you see how many people Amazon laid off? That seems like an underreported story. Get to that and much more coming up right here. The monthly Van Camp and Robin show. Jeremy Markley, David Van Camp, Scott Robbins. Start of the year, I was thinking, you know, on the air, I don't need to get so upset sometimes. You know, it's just life, day to time. You know, you have that almost week and a half to just kind of chill out for a while. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's blown out of the friggin' water. <laughs> yep. Made it to Thursday. Okay. <laughs> it, the whole thing, man, with <laughs> with the vote for the house leader. And yeah, I do. It's funny. McCarthy fails again. Going to go an eighth time. When is that guy going to finally back
4: down? Well, that's when a great that question, happen? right? Is he so dug in he's never going to? Is this yeah. just going to go on indefinitely? I don't, know. I, I don't know.
3: I think he's actually just channeling his inner Beto O'Rourke. How many times can I lose?
2: <laughs> well, see, but no one's asking that question. All these different people are saying, well, when's the 20 going to give up and just vote for him? Well, how about when's that guy going to say, hey, for the best of the party, i it's clear, I'm not the guy, I'm not going to get the votes. We're going to have to go with somebody else. Yeah,
4: because if for the, the best people, of the team. If the people that are voting for him rubber stamp it, they would also rubber stamp another one. I'm guessing. Well, yeah, they'd all get their, yeah, you know, March call, March. and right. yeah.
2: what
3: are you going to do? And okay, now vote for this person. You see Matt Gates nominated Donald Trump to be Speaker of the House.
4: Yes!
2: That's hilarious. <laughs> that is good. Absolutely hilarious. Oh, I mentioned this. Amazon. Laid off 18,000 workers. That is the most in this whole wow. recent tech wave of layoffs. But don't worry, man. The economy's going fine. We're going to have a great year. Just keep listening to the White House. No problem. That's right. When you look at all these different numbers, it's, it's pretty alarming. Yeah, it is. No doubt about that. Okay, did you see most people that are on a diet right now? And I know people hate the word diet. But most people that are on a diet have not told anybody about it. Mm. So there's no accountability then. Yeah. Perfect. Yes. Because you know there's a good chance you could fail, and so you don't
3: want to set yourself up for the failure. Uh-uh. Oh, yeah. Okay. Accountability is, is important for long-term success, though. Yes,
2: it is. You know what's interesting? When people put it out on social media that this is the goal, because then you're really out there. Oh, yeah. But have you heard the psychology behind that, that some people would say that's not a good idea? Because once you tell people, this is my goal, and people will give you messages back saying, that's awesome, good for you, proud of you, that you get so much affirmation that it actually keeps you then from wanting to reach the goal. Hmm. I don't know I about that. that. I know I mean, that accountability certainly helps if you have at least a couple of different people.
3: Yeah. I, I could also see, you know, a situation where if you get so much affirmation and you get those, the, the endorphin hit mm-hmm. that you feel good. So you're like, God, ah, to hell with it. I'm trying. Right. Yes.
2: Well, the other thing, and, you know, when you're talking to people, especially couples, if one of them is going to try to lose whatever amount of weight, Or maybe it's together. And they say to each other, we got to have accountability here. So don't let me do A, B, or C. That's touchy. Mm -hmm. Because that's all fine and good. Until you're like, hey, remember, the commitment here. Put the donut down. Mm -hmm. Eh. But I want it. And then, you know, that's just a no-win sort of thing. Um, 35% of people, by the way, who said they're secretly trying to lose weight said it's the main reason. Um, they're doing it on their own is because of the fear of failure. That's okay. You know what I mean? But, it, but are we not supposed to talk about it at all because of the whole fat shaming thing? Can't we just always talk about it being a health issue more than anything else? You just yeah. want people to be healthy? I would think that would be one of the things that you could focus it around. You're looking at me with lasers in your eyes. No,
4: no, no. I'm just, I'm just recalling a recent Doctor Phil I saw where people were making the argument. Just because I'm 80 pounds overweight doesn't mean I'm unhealthy.
3: (laughs) This is the Markley Van Camp and Robin Show. Big story of the day, David. Uh, Kevin, uh, there's two. Kevin McCarthy's uh, addicted to losing, apparently, Um, and which I hope he gets help in 2023. Maybe he can turn over a new leaf. Um, And then. Uh, Joe Biden laying out his border strategy, which is basically just saying, yeah, a bunch of people that we previously called illegal immigrants, that's actually legal now. It's, <laughs> it's just window dressing, man. It's amazing. Changing the meaning of words. Yes. A specialty there. Yeah,
2: that's nice. Uh, oh, something else we should get to also. You know, public schools lost more than a million students during the pandemic. I think that's actually low. Yeah. I think it's more than that. Yeah. One of the reasons they're saying why will make you laugh straight ahead right here. Van Camp and Robbins show Jamie Marley, David Van Camp, Scott Robbins. President is going to be visiting El Paso on Sunday, apparently,
3: mm-hmm. because he's very much in touch with the border crisis. Oh yeah, yeah. He also said today that he was proud of Kamala Harris. No one knows the struggle of what's going on at the border more than Vice President Kamala Harris. Yeah, everybody does. It's, I mean, but she literally just said not that long ago the border is secure. So. Square that one for me. It doesn't make any sense. No, it doesn't. She's the root causes person. Yeah, and then then he goes on to blame MAGA Republicans for not getting something done and he's like, "Well, they're demagoguing them and they just they speak English and blah blah blah." Okay. What do you say?
8: <laughs> Think about it, even back in days when um what? Yeah. It's so easy to demagogue this issue. It's so easy to demagogue, it. and you hear, you know, uh, a number of our friends, the MAGA Republicans, talking about, uh, you know, uh, uh, yeah. they don't even want me speaking English anymore. They want me speaking da da da. They're gonna, they're gonna take over my community, my name they, they whoever they are at the time. Well, you know, that's what uh, a lot of folks went through. <laughs> uh,
4: I can't. Okay. What a lot of folks went through.
2: What is he trying to say there, David? Do you have the a Stone on? Huh? Yeah,
3: I, I believe he's trying to go down the whole we are a nation of immigrants thing. But Joe okay. Biden just a few years ago also said one of the things that when you move to this country you need to do is learn how to speak English. Because even though we don't have an official language in the United States of America, that is the most common language obviously spoken in the united states of america and so if you want to do business and whatnot sure. uh it's very very helpful to learn english yes
2: until all of a sudden people on the left got together in the universities and the think tanks said what we got to do is convince people that if you ask them to learn the language that in fact is racist and it's also a sign of white supremacy
4: right <laughs> and this, that's what It got turned into. Any other country you go to, you're expected to learn the language. Because you need to assimilate in order to earn a living, in order to achieve the things you want to achieve. Sure. Yes. You can keep your native language if you like. That's not a problem.
3: Well, there there are uh, neighborhoods in uh, my hometown of Houston, for example, where uh, the primary language spoken at restaurants and whatnot is Spanish. And you just kind of know that going in. But that's not... That's not the same as saying, oh yeah, the the primary language or whatever whenever you go to Walmart or or, mm-hmm. or right. you know, is Spanish. I mean there are different neighborhood level needs and requirements. Yeah. If you go to Little Italy, you're gonna hear a lot of
4: people speaking Italian. You give me thirty seconds. I want to remember what was said in two thousand
2: six. I know I've played this before, okay. but it's been a little while. This was Biden at Joe the time. Joe Biden. Okay. I remember saving it.
8: The Democratic position also recognized you got eleven million alien, uh, illegal aliens here. They Uh-oh. have to have a way to earn their way into the deal. This is an amnesty. They're required to take eleven years worth. They pay a fine. They got to learn to speak English. They got to pass what? um like testers part. part.
9: Yeah, I like the well, part. By I the way, we, if we want the problems of Canada right now, let's keep encouraging people to keep their foreign language. <laughs> English is going to unite this country, potentially. It always has in I past. can't think of a country.
8: That's tingles. That's Chris Matthews yeah. back
2: in the day. Mm. Listen to those racists.
8: That has two languages as their accepted languages that is doing all that well, including Switzerland and or right. uh, Canada.
0: Hmm.
2: How times change. hmm They call that evolving, do they? Mm-hmm. Yes. Not principles.
4: Got it. Well, that's before the re-education camps in Canada. <laughs> right, exactly. Canada. Yeah. yeah. <laughs>
2: <laughs> Unreal. Okay, so are we going to an eighth vote? Do we have the
3: update on the speaker vote? Well, I mean, again, it just looks like Kevin McCarthy is addicted to losing. Okay. Um, So, yeah, I mean, they're going to keep voting, and I, I guess they're going to start expecting different results. I'm not really sure what that looks like. I will say this. Be on the lookout for major breaking news, probably about one, if not many, of these 20 holdouts. Because you know there is some opposition research going on right now. Well, we've heard a lot about Gates in the past. Oh, yeah.
2: But that seems to be behind him now. And, I mean, what are we going to hear about Chip Roy?
3: I don't know. I mean, look, here's, here's the thing. All they have to do is make something up. And media will run with it uncritically because media loves any sort of damaging story on Republicans. And so it doesn't really matter what the facts are. They'll just say, sources are claiming. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. I mean, dude, they they went after Marco Rubio years ago because because he had a boat. Remember that? And he paid off his college loans, and this was like, oh my gosh, look at the finances of Marco Rubio. Even John That's Stewart right. at that time, before he went completely woke and brain-dead, actually went after mainstream media for this. Yes. I do remember that.
2: Again, the most troubling thing to me, I'll beat that horse one more time, is
3: the conservative media that are going after the 12. Yeah. I, I, can you help me understand that? No, I, I, I okay. think there probably is some... I Well, I it may be split. There may be different things. there, But I, I think for some people, uh, it's that they are close with Trump and Kevin McCarthy is Trump's guy. And so they want to try to make the argument. The thing is, is that, I mean, from what I can tell, uh, even listening to talking to people in this field who are not on like a first name basis with Donald Trump. Most of them are also kind of cheering on these 20 Republicans who are holding out. It seems to be the people who have a close relationship with Donald Trump who are the ones saying, just get this done. Yeah.
2: Well, (sighs) it doesn't work that way. We'll just leave it at that. There's other stories out there that are pretty wild. There's a story out of Oregon, and again, you can say, well, should you be surprised? Maybe not, but this is crazy. The Oregon Health and Science University has proudly announced the expansion of their gender-affirming services. Uh-huh. Castration for the purpose of vaginoplasty, mm-hmm. as well as creating non-functional neopenises from the skin and flesh of forearms.
3: This is some Dr. Frankenstein stuff here. Yes. It really is. Yeah. This is sick. Well, you got to watch out. You got the
2: neocons. You got the neo penises now. What's next? (laughs) Anyway, the Department of Surgery boasted of adding Dr. Blair Peters to its team, Mm. whose recruitment allowed for a considerable expansion of the gender affirming services there in Oregon. Dr. Peters, huh? Yep, Blair Peters. Doing, okay. Dr. B. Peters. Notable expansion here, Scott. uh, Advances in robotic vaginoplasty. Um, the whole program he is bringing uh, he's very proud of it and uh, am I saying this right also to the phalloplasty program
4: phalloplasty mm-hmm. you say
0: hmm
2: you know both surgeries come with extraordinarily
3: high complication rates well we've heard the horror stories well, of those yeah I mean you're taking that part and in the case of men transition to be female, you're turning it inside out. I mean, that's not... Mm. That's not how that's supposed to work there. No. Do you want it to get more
2: horrific? Sure, why not? They're not just offering sex change surgeries, though. The gender clinic at the Ohio Health and Science University um, provides so-called gender-affirming hormone therapy to children often as young as 10 years old. Oh, God. 10! Jeez said Oregon, though, not, not Ohio. Did I say Ohio?
3: Yeah.
2: Oh, sorry about that. Oregon.
4: Yes. I couldn't get past what was going on to know what state you were talking about. So.
2: Oh. Mm. Tom, thanks for the catch there, yeah. David. All of a sudden, people in Ohio are on the phone <laughs> <laughs> hey, with their I local it reps. It. I mean, it's not like you know our friends in Oregon don't already do that all over the place, right. calling people, how can we stop this sort of thing? But all
3: of a sudden, that pops up in Ohio. Yeah, it's going to be like,
2: what, here?!
3: Isn't that, Are you kidding me? I, it is really weird to really get into this. I mean, like the fertility stuff where they're saying, hey, you can freeze your eggs and whatnot because you're probably not going to be fertile later on in life. That is just <sighs> disturbing, man. Oh, golly. What, what monster, act, like read the details of this and what person actually, what reasonable person comes away with the idea that this is this positive societal change. That you're talking to children about freezing their eggs or freezing their sperm mm-hmm. because they're about to undergo this reversible treatment that will leave them infertile.
2: <laughs> yeah. Makes sense of that. Okay. That I hesitated whether to tell you this part of the story or not, but I'll tell you and then we'll move
4: on. Okay. If it's possible. Mm hold on a second let me empty my head all right go ahead dr peters mm-hmm. um
2: knows a lot about these surgeries as i mentioned um it's you know stripping the forearm of female patients to build the yeah yeah sort of male looking yeah vintage uh turning it in to a tube and sewing it you know mm-hmm. yeah he quipped last year this fall, he had so many bookings, he was renaming it Fall P-H-A-L-L. And he joked that when he does those back-to-back surgeries, he calls it a doubleheader. Okay. Okay. Doing stand-up, too. All yeah, right. Apparently so. Yes. Uh, public schools lost more than a million students during the pandemic. Are you surprised? Is that low? I. It sounded low to me. Yeah, me too. I saw it in the Wall Street Journal. Um... The interesting part to me is the reasons why there are, you know, so many people not going to public school. Um, And one of the things they mentioned, well, yeah, there were, you know, parents that wanted to get their kids out of the public school system because of COVID and then because of, you know, maybe things that are being taught in school. But don't forget
3: declining birth rates, too. Well, well, yeah, (laughs) because... because you got these evil doctors out there joking about double headers. <laughs> I mean, yes. Like, okay, really? You're going to put that in there?
2: There's a big reason all of a sudden it fell off a cliff. Kids going to public school mm-hmm. during the pandemic. And you're going to, well, don't forget, too, man, there's not as many kids out there. People are not having as many kids. I think we know the reason why. And then I saw this, and I bring this story up not so much for the headline also from the Wall Street Journal, why working out during the workday is the ultimate power move. You know why they say that? Why is that? Because you got to have some clout to be able to get away with it, because people are on call all the time. They're saying you might get, you know, a few dumbbell curls in, kettlebell swings, but you don't have time for a full workout because you're needed. you got to be accessible Mm -hmm. on the phone, Mm -hmm, that sort of thing, right? Got a doubleheader booked. Maybe. Don't know what's going on. But here was the part that I knew at least would get your attention, is that, well, and it's true, now a lot of these companies, because they're afraid of productivity going down, and they saw it when people were working at home during the pandemic, is they're putting software right on their laptops to make sure that you're being productive at all times. Oh, wow. So it knows when you're on and when you're off of your laptop Mm. that the company gave you. Had you heard of that before?
3: No. Wow. Someone's always watching you. Yes. It's one of the reasons why I don't have work email on my phone, because if you uh, look at the fine print on this, uh, this, it says something to the effect of it gives the company the right to monitor your digital communications, even outside of the app. So I'm like, no, thank you. I'm good. Wow.
2: Yeah, dude. Watching you all the time. So all of a sudden, all I could think is, so... If you're at a gym and there's somebody bringing their laptop in, occasionally going over to it and acting like they're working (laughs) because they're being watched. Now you know. And they just want to get a workout in. Oh, my gosh. Oh, something else we got to get to. Did you hear about the toy that's been telling off-color jokes to toddlers? All right. Yeah, we'll get to that. And a news update straight ahead right here. Van Camp and Robin show. Jamie Markley, David Van Camp, Scott Robbins. Tough times financially for a lot of people. I think we all know that, including Hunter Biden. I don't know if you knew this. Back in September, uh, he had appealed to an Independence County uh, court in Arkansas for his IOUs to be reduced. <laughs> How's that, uh, How's that work? Well, he's not
4: making the same kind Your of money. IOUs to
2: be. In- so, London Roberts, the mother of yeah, his daughter. Yeah, oh, yeah. Um,
4: the stripper, right?
2: Yes. Okay. Former. Oh, yeah, I know. Uh, is saying, hey, uh, he's he's saying there was a substantial material change to his finances. But she is also aware of Hunter Biden's art shows. Yes. So, she's asking the court to compel Biden to finally disclose who exactly is shelling out
4: tens of thousands <laughs> of dollars. For Hunter Biden's artwork. Yeah, he offered to give her a couple of paintings, call it even. She's like, hell no. <laughs> didn't
3: she also want the uh, her child to have the Biden last name? Yep. I saw that headline, but I didn't see yeah. the whole story. Because it has prestige, right? Right, something like that. Yeah. Well, I think also it's, it's really crappy that, you know, Grandpa, the president, refuses to acknowledge this baby. So does Hunter. Yeah. They're bad people, man.
2: Yes. Mm-hmm. Look at the track record. You're absolutely right. So we'll see what see what happens with that. I mentioned a popular toy. Um, I haven't had to buy these kind of toys in years. David, you're right in the middle of this right now with a three-year-old and a one-year-old. Um, it's like a fake remote control that a kid could play with. <laughs> but I, apparently it, it tells some off-color and inappropriate jokes. Oh, jeez. So... Apparently, this kid's great-grandma got this kid the gift. Mom is in the other room, and all of a sudden, the grandma freaks out and says, it just said
0: this.
2: (laughs) And the mom is thinking, it did not. And I'll just play the audio, because this woman went on social media to talk about it.
10: Let me see if I can get this quickly
2: enough. Here you go.
7: You'll never guess what makes a clip-clop, clip-clop, bang, bang.
8: Clip-clop, 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 noise. and Amish drive-by shooting. Sold at Walmart. Walmart, explain <laughs> this. Are you kidding? <laughs> Holy crap. <laughs> Dude. There were a, a
2: bunch of these that were completely inappropriate wow. for a kid. Wow. Yes. And so Walmart's taking it down. Lowe's is taking it down. Macy's, Office Depot, all these people. Hey, that was a third-party seller, not us. <laughs> This is the Markley Van Camp and Robin Show.
0: Are you ready?
1: Jamie Markley, David Van Camp, and Scott Robbins. Did
0: we just become best friends. Yep.
1: Making sense of it all. How oh, I get it. And having some fun. Lighten up Francis. This is the Markley, Van Camp, and Robin Show.
2: The Markley Van Camp and Robbins show. Jamie Markley, David Van Camp, Scott Robbins. Okay, uh, we're going into uh, looks like an eighth vote. More on that in a second. Also talking about a new border
3: policy, <laughs> but yeah. it's really not. So, so there is a new app. That you can use if you're trying to enter the country illegally. Oh, I'm sorry, they're not they're not considering that illegal anymore uh, for people from certain countries. And hey, you got you got a sponsor in the United States? Yeah, come on in. We're going to change the rules a little bit here. To basically, they're just trying to make the stat sheet look better. That's the best way I can put it. Is it's not actually uh, lessening the number of people who are showing up and rushing the border. But it's basically redefining who is legally entering and who is illegally entering. Okay,
2: so this is different than, say, if it's an organization like Compassion International and you sponsor a couple of kids in Sudan. Right. Right? So you're giving money to help them as they're growing up and giving them. This is different. I'll sponsor you, but you're coming here.
3: Yeah, to live. Well, also, if you were to sponsor someone from Sudan, that, that Joe Biden wouldn't let him in because Joe Biden doesn't care about black people. Oh. So he's racist. You know that. Okay. Got it. All right.
2: He said it's not like illegal immigrants want to come here. <laughs> right. I'm still trying to make sense of this. But the- I mean, what exactly
8: did he say? It's not like people have heard me say it before. It's not like people are sitting around a table and somewhere in, in Central America and say, I got a great idea. Let's sell everything we have. Let's give it to a coyote, a smuggler. They'll take us on a harrowing journey for a thousand miles to get to the United States. Then we're going to legally cross the border. They're going to drop us in a desert and we're a place where we don't speak the language. Won't that be fun?
2: That's exactly what's happening.
4: What a boneheaded...
2: We'll <laughs> do it all the time. They do it every day,
4: yes. That's why we have millions of yeah. people here illegally. Because it is a great idea in their mind and it is better than where they live. Absolutely. And they do want to get here any means necessary. Well, I thought the whole thing was Kamala was going to figure out the root causes. <laughs> yeah. Well, to, to be... figure out why people wanted
3: to leave. When
4: was that book report due? Because, man, I'm that still was waiting. a while back. Yep.
3: And you have another piece of audio of Adam Schiff. Yeah, this is also about the border crisis. Adam Schiff on oh, the View. Gosh. Oh no! Yeah. <laughs> the few. <view? clears throat> yeah. Okay.
12: Uh, I think it has been a very strong priority, and what we really need is a comprehensive approach to the border that is fair and humane uh, and enforceable. Uh, and it's very hard to do that on a uh, on a single party basis. We really need to work together on this. Uh, we have come close uh, at times, uh, but but at the moment it seems to be again uh, the third rail of American politics. But I hope we can get the situation under control. Uh, and I think the administration is good, working in good faith. They're trying everything they can.
2: Yeah, way to waste 30 seconds of our time, Adam. Yeah, there Again, you
12: go. get one under
4: control. Yeah, right. The border's secure. Right. That's what we were told. Yeah, what do we need to get under control, Adam?
2: <laughs> okay, switching now to the ongoing vote for the Speaker of the House.
3: Yes. Um, I don't think McCarthy's going to do it again. No. I think it's going to be 0 for 8. You're going to, you got 20 GOP rebels who are uh, bucking their own party and saying, no, we're not going to vote for Kevin McCarthy. And apparently that makes you a terrorist. Uh, that's weird. Uh, not voting the way that uh, some people in a backroom deal tell you to vote uh, makes you like on par with a terrorist. Uh, all right. that's That's an interesting take. Um, now You I don't w- want the country to be run the way it's been run. Right. Like with the omnibus bill that gets shoved through.
2: They're saying we need rules in place. Yeah. So, so we need people on the rules committee because it's backroom deals. That, I mean, that's part of it.
3: Yeah. And, and part of it actually has to do with debating and changing and, and actually crafting legislation on the House floor. Right. Uh, which is not something that really can be done in the way that you would think it would be done. So that's what that's what they want to be able to do. They want to be able to change and craft legislation. They want to empower members to do that. And there are a lot of people in power who really don't want to do that because that means they'd actually have to spend more time in the House of Representatives. (laughs) Like, well, hold on a second. No, no, no. We tell you how to you know how this works. okay? you come in. Uh we give you some fundraising money, you raise money for us, and you know, we tell you how to vote. That period, the end. That's how this works. And the that, swamp continues. Right. And and it's interesting to me to see so many people who talk about how we need to change Washington and how boy politics is broken and we need disruptors in there. Yeah. And then as soon as disruptors actually show up, well not like that, we can disrupt later. Well, no. <laughs> so who is this we're gonna hear? Mike Lawler? Yeah, Mike Lawler is a congressman-elect, a representative-elect, speaking on uh, Fox News. Okay,
12: roll it. Kevin McCarthy has worked tirelessly to end Nancy Pelosi's reign as Speaker, flip the House from Democrat to Republican, and implement our agenda. They are the reason that we are not getting about the business that we set out to do. So when it comes to... You
3: haven't made any case yet? No. No, especially because you were supposed to pick up way more seats than than we, than we, Republicans actually did.
2: And you're going to tell me Kevin McCarthy had more to do with that than Glenn Youngkin or Ron DeSantis right. or even Trump? Are you kidding me? <laughs>
12: Give me a friggin' break. Uh, on judiciary, guess what? Can't do it because of these folks. When it comes to securing our border, guess what? Can't do it because of these folks. Can't
3: do it. Are you kidding me? What do you mean? I, I, see, that's where I don't understand. E- that's what I don't understand either. What do you mean can't do it? Because, again, any sort of new policy, any sort of new law that you would want to pass will never make it past the Senate. If they're talking about funding, sure, I guess. But even then, the executive branch has proven they're willing to go around Congress to allocate funds for different things. So... It's such a lame argument.
12: When it comes to reining in wasteful government spending under the Biden administration, guess what? Can't do it because of these folks.
2: No, you can't do it unless you change the rules.
12: This is all BS. So these folks need to get serious. They need to wake up and realize that we're not rolling over. Uh, There are over 200 of us who support Kevin McCarthy, and we will support him on every single vote.
2: Well, then can't you make the own, your own argument on yourself? They're not going to roll over. Yeah.
3: So you're standing in the way yeah. by not finding someone else. So uh, what they want to do or what they think might happen in the next uh, few hours or uh, maybe starting tomorrow is actually change the rules of how you elect a Speaker of the House to where they want to run the risk of a uh, plurality vote, which basically means you don't have to cross that 218 threshold.
10: <laughs> so then it would so th- and, Just and change
3: and the rules. They might ma- they might actually do it. You know change so- the meaning of words,
2: change the rules. Yeah. You know, Chip Roy, who's one of the holdouts from Texas, is on Laura Ingram's show last night trying to lay out what he was talking about. She keeps saying, But what's your end game? but what you're in game.
9: But the negotiation only works when people want to actually advance right. conservative policies. And yeah. unfortunately, we hit a wall last night when Kevin rejected a good faith offer to give him 218 votes. He had it on his table, he turned it away.
10: Okay, my, my, my final question here yeah. is, do you have an alternative? Let's say a vote after vote after vote happens and Hakeem Jeffries is still beating in the overall count, Kevin McCarthy. Would Steve well, Scalise then be acceptable to you? From what I gather on most issues that I've been following, they're pretty much the same on the issues, correct? I mean, I like, personally, I have nothing against any, any mm-hmm. of these folks. I like Steve Scalise as well. Um, but would that be more acceptable to you? And if so, why?
9: So there's a number of names that have been floating about, but we can't actually get to that as long as Kevin says he's going to keep running in, in, indefinitely. And so and you that's don't really want
10: him. You don't want him at all then. I mean, I mean Look, you really don't want I'm him, actually, which is so, fine so, to say.
9: Look, I'm actually, I, I like Kevin, I like Steve, I like it. but what I want but is no. I want the Rules Committee to reflect ideologically our ability to stop an omnibus spending bill like was just passed in December over the wishes of Republicans by Mitch McConnell and 18 Republicans who didn't give a crap about Americans.
2: <laughs> Thank mm-hmm. you, because that's what most people are thinking that are conservative. It's got to change. And this whole thing, well, we can't you know, stop the border crisis until we elect Kevin. Give me a freaking break.
4: Send Kevin McCarthy to Omaha until he can build consensus and bring him back up. (laughs) Oh, man.
2: Now, this is a completely different story, but it has to do with all these votes coming in because Byron Donalds is the guy that was getting, you know, 20 votes as of yesterday. Every time they would do a revote, he would get the votes, right? Mm
0: -hmm.
2: Okay. He's a black man from Florida. But guess what? He's not really black. Mm -hmm. You know why? Cory Bush said so? Right. I heard that. Rep from Missouri. Yep. Yes, uh because he supports white supremacy.
4: That's the whole deal. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, he's openly done that. How?
3: You know, by wearing the hood. <laughs> no,
4: he didn't. <laughs> and of course he didn't.
3: Oh my goodness. Yeah. There there are a few things that uh left-wing politicians and pundits hate more than a conservative black man the hatred the truth is incredible well not only that it all of a sudden well they're not really black yeah and that's what cory bush said not really black he's a prop <laughs> yeah
2: because he doesn't see politically the way i see yep You have lost uh, your credibility in their eyes as a person of color.
3: Isn't that about the most racist thing you could say? Well, yeah. I mean, look, if if you're a white guy and you call another white guy a race traitor, that probably means that you've got a hood in your closet. (laughs) Exactly. I mean, come on. Yes. Well, yeah, but he may his his skin color may be white, but he hangs out with an awful lot of black people. Not a real white guy. I mean that <laughs> that that's a very racist thing to say. Holy yeah. smokes! Yeah, it is.
0: Yeah.
2: Well, it's I, I don't know how they get away with this all the time. He's not a historic candidate for speaker. He's a prop, despite being black. Okay, said it.
4: He supports a policy agenda
2: intent on upholding and perpetuating white supremacy. Mm-hmm.
4: It's pathetic. Bring your receipts. What are you talking about specifically? Okay. Mm -hmm.
2: Yep, pretty crazy. And a story that you had a little bit earlier is this story of a romance writer who allegedly died by suicide two years ago just announced that she's actually alive. Nope. It's a wild story. soap opera thing. A little bit, yeah, yeah, because she was getting criticized for a number of different things and was suicidal. So apparently her family decided to sort of fake her suicide and now she's coming back. And I don't know how exactly, and she actually wrote this as she went back on Facebook. You know, I don't know exactly how you go about this. She said, I almost died at my own hand and my family had to go through all that hell again. But my family did what they thought was best for me. Returning to this Facebook group, called The Ward doesn't mean much, but I am in a good place now, and I am hoping to write again. Let the fun begin. I'm just trying to imagine if you had a friend of yours that you thought, oh my gosh, this is awful. They took their own life. Yeah. And then all of a sudden, nope, oh, back. You were not like on the the inner circle friend list. It was like the second <sighs> year. But still you thought about it for weeks, and you hear certain songs, and you think of them, man, I can't believe they're gone. Yeah. And then all of a sudden, nope. Wow.
3: See, I, I, I think, to me, and, and long-time listeners of the show might know this, but I'm I, one of my bucket list items is to fake my own death. <laughs> but I would never fake a suicide, because that really Ugh. can mess with people who were your loved ones and friends, obviously. Because you're everybody is always wondering, what is it that I could have done differently, and all of that kind of stuff. So I, I don't like that. To me, it's going to be, you know, the government murdered me or something, and... Or you just
2: you just disappeared yeah. or drove off a cliff?
3: Oh no, I want because that's trail. not
2: troubling to people close to you. <laughs> not at <laughs> all. No. All right, news update straight ahead. McCarthy, operate. The Markley Van Camp and Robbins Show. Jamie Markley, David Van
3: Camp, Scott Robbins. News update, David Van Camp. Oh, we have more encouraging news uh, from DeMar Hamlin of the Buffalo Bills who collapsed at the game on Monday night after what looked like a pretty routine play. And we're still not entirely sure what happened, but we do know he went into cardiac arrest and he's been in the ICU since then. Uh, he is up and able to communicate according to hospital officials. Um, and he, so he's communicating by by writing notes. And okay. mm-hmm. right now, well, probably because he's got the breathing tube. And yeah, I got the trick in. Yeah. Again. yeah. Um, and uh, apparently, one of the first things he asked was who won the game. <laughs>
0: <laughs> wow.
3: That's a good sign, actually. That's a great sign. That, yeah. yeah, absolutely. Because, yeah, it means he has his memory. At, there's a good. Chance that he's got his mental faculties with him still. Yep.
2: Yes. We've talked about it several times on the show. Scott, your heart attacks in 2015. Mm-hmm. The first one on a Monday morning, and then the second one early Tuesday morning. Mm-hmm. The second one far worse. But even after the first one, and you weren't on any breathing apparatus at that time, just in the hospital, but it was already where. You know, and I, apparently it's normal that you're repeating yourself a lot. Right. I remember that.
4: I don't remember that, but I remember being told
2: about it. Yes. Yeah. So I remember talking to your daughter about it. Yeah. Because all of a sudden, you're like, we're not on the air today? And I'm like, no, you had a heart attack. I did? Yeah. I didn't know that. And then three minutes later, it would repeat. It was like on cycle. <laughs> Groundhog day. <laughs> a little bit.
4: Um, but yeah, man, the trick great. thing's weird because I remember having to write things down for questions, and I got frustrated because my handwriting's terrible, and people couldn't figure out what I was writing. Yes. Yeah, And then I would get mad. Of course.
2: Yeah, I remember, like, apologizing, saying, I remember, David, you were there one time, and I'm like, I'm sorry, man, I can't read it. And he starts shaking his head, daunching around.
3: Well, there was that one time, I think you were able to talk, but they had to put a little device on it. Yes. Uh, But you were trying to still talk with the trach in, and I couldn't hear you, and I couldn't really understand you, and you were like, (laughs) and I'm like, dude, I'm sorry, I don't and then the uh nurses were out getting the little thing the attachment and then finally get the attachment in and you just say who got fired today <laughs> it was like I'll Man, never your commitment that. to that joke <laughs> lasted yeah. 5 awkward minutes
2: yeah what uh, it reminds me too somebody made this this big poster board and it had Hillary Clinton as a nurse on it <laughs> for for your room it was very funny the way it was done good stuff and i bring that up because i see hillary clinton's in the news today she's landed a gig oh i got that coming up by the way
4: oh really let's tease it yes oh because i got that story coming up here just a couple in your trifecta yeah that's one of my favorites today yeah okay so you don't want me to say no i'd rather you wait because let's go ahead and tease that out but she you know much like adam Kinzinger, they both have new jobs and we'll discuss
3: okay yes this is the markley van camp and robin show Biggest story today, David? Uh, Biggest story today is, uh, well, twofold. One, Biden is uh, basically doing more of the same when it comes to his approach to the border. He's just changing who is here legally and who is here illegally. (laughs) I guess that'll look good on the stat sheet. Uh Um, And Kevin McCarthy uh, lost for an eighth time. How much longer can one man withstand that kind of humiliation? I don't know, man. The way he talked about it last night is that he's not giving up. He's going to stay the course and yep. stay in it. Well, they're going to I think they are going to try to change the rules in order to allow him to vote or to get the speakership without actually winning a majority of people in the House of Representatives. He needs to pull those 20 aside.
4: What do I have to do today to get you to vote for right. me?
3: <laughs> Sounds very swampy.
4: All right.
2: News update and the Robins trifecta straight ahead.
9: Markley, Van Camp, and Robin show.
2: I'm Jamie Markley, Gen Xer, the Millennial. David Van Camp, the sexy Boomer. Scott Robbins.
3: News update. David Van Camp, you were laughing uncontrollably. So, yeah, yeah, I was. So uh, we're getting round after round after round of votes in the House of Representatives to see who's going to be Speaker of the House because there are 20 Republican representatives who are just not going to budge. They're not voting for Kevin McCarthy like the party leadership tells them to, and that's really, you know nodding up the panties of a lot of establishment Republicans, and sadly to me at least, a lot of people in conservative media. Yeah, Kinda I'm like, with you there, man. Dang, man, what the heck happened to you guys? Well, uh, here's the question that you've mentioned it before, David. Why does it have to be Kevin McCarthy? Right. At this point, it's about proving a, a point, I think. It's a, it's a power struggle more than anything else. That they don't want to give in, but it's like it is a deliberative body, and if you do have a block of people in your own party who are going to block things, then you've either got to deal with them or find a consensus with the other party. That that's how this works. Yes, agree. So, eh, that okay. Now uh, Ben Jacobs, uh, reporter, pointed this out because Matt Gates, representative from Florida, who is uh, one of the holdouts. Um. Uh, has nominated for a second time Donald Trump to be the Speaker of the House. <laughs> <laughs> so Ben Jacobs points out Gates casts a second vote for Don or Donald John Trump. Trump has now tied John Quincy Adams for the most Speaker votes cast for a former president. Adams received two votes in the 1835 Speaker's election. <laughs> that is hilarious.
4: <laughs> it you, really
3: is. Me, <laughs> Maybe that's what it's really about. Trump is like, hey, uh, there's this record that nobody cared about uh, until I found out about it. So, uh, Gates, if you just keep holding out and nominate me three times and then, all right, we'll get behind Kevin, okay? I want to make history here. That would be funny.
2: I don't think that's it. You know, it's the whole point of, I got nothing against Trump. i vote for him. But just because he called us to say vote for Kevin doesn't mean I'm going to do it. That was Lauren Boebert's yeah. point. I think Chip Roy, too. Well, that's, I think, Bobert. that's what she said to Hannity last night. Because she felt like Hannity was trying to pit her and Trump against each other. Because after Trump called her and said, hey, get in line, she said on the House floor, no, I think you need to change your mind. That was it. Yeah. But I think that's how it ended up was that she said she loved the president.
6: Whatever. I think I have that part.
11: Tonight's motion, motion to adjourn that Kevin McCarthy and his supporters are already getting you, voter fatigue. I, and I, I asked I'm you a simple it.
6: question, Congresswoman. I, I, you know, I feel like I'm getting a, a little. I'm a, not going an answer to support from Kevin liberal. McCarthy, Sean. Okay, so even if you only have 30 votes, Kevin McCarthy, you will not abide by what you told standing, President Trump to I abide don't believe by. I, I got be, I feel like we've made progress.
11: Look, I love President Trump. You're not going to turn me on him. You're not going to pit him against me. Not try to pit you. him against I love you. President That's what Trump. you said to him. And I am standing I, I have You're seen the, one the that broken said it to trust. Him. I have seen the lack of accountability. Well, we are we are getting phone calls saying that we need to stop this. Kevin does All not right. have the votes for speaker. I got it. Period. Thank we need you. to find a consensus candidate. Get this right and get our country back on track. Thanks so much, Sean.
2: <laughs> I mean, as you listen to that entire interview, mm-hmm. honestly, it's embarrassing for Hannity. What is your deal, dude? Why does it have to be Kevin McCarthy? Is it just because Trump called Hannity and said, yeah, I, I need you to put the, you know, put the pressure on? Yeah. I have no idea what happens behind the scenes. But what they're trying to accomplish, the people that are holding out, is worthy to most people that yeah. I'm talking to. Unless you're establishment. And then you wonder. Now you're saying, David, they're
3: going to just try to change the rules, to, yeah, so to get McCarthy in. That it just feels like a swamp. They'll do a, the the plan, as I understand it, will probably be eventually change the rules to where a plurality, not actually a majority, would vote, um, or would, would. So basically, what they'd be doing is forcing everyone to pick. Okay, is it going to be Kevin McCarthy or is it going to be the Democrat and election denier Hakeem Jeffries? That's basically right. what they want to do. So I, I is don't... There a, oh, go ahead.
4: Is, is there a possibility, I'm just throwing this out here, that there are enough Democrats, let's say 10, 12 Democrats, who think, I want to vote for McCarthy because these 20 scoundrels over here are going to be the problem for us. Oh, these there guys, are, there's already talk These guys that. are the rubber stampers, so I'm going to go ahead and throw my vote at McCarthy and get him elected.
2: Well, and there was talk of McCarthy trying to get that done, but what's he going to owe
3: them? Right. That, well yeah that's that's the question and and i mean i I like the wrangling. there should be more of this seriously in both parties there should be much you, more dude. of this yeah. um you know actually try to stand up for something you believe in, whether people agree with you or not I mean people appreciate leadership that doesn't cater to media types or uh or lobbyists or political experts i mean that's one of the reasons why DeSantis's Star in Florida has risen so much is because this dude does not care about the screechers in the media. That's just it, man.
2: When you hear, you know, if it's whether it's Fox now or NBC, ABC, whatever, say it's disarray the Republicans turmoil. Okay, so what? Well, it just makes the whole party look bad. You don't think the midterm results look bad, right? Give me a friggin' break! All right, you ready, Scott? Let's go, man! All right, listen. Are you ready?
1: One, two, 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 three, two, oh.
2: It's the three most important news stories of the day. It's the trifecta.
5: Well, at least according to Scott Robbins,
1: it's the trifecta on the Markley, Van Camp, and Robbins show.
4: Scott Robbins, top three stories of the day every hey, buddy. day at this time. Hey, buddy. Oh,
8: hey, buddy. Hey, buddy. I'm Casey there he is. I'm ready. Uh, okay. Three.
3: All right, number three, Hillary Clinton has a new job. Ah, former Secretary of State
4: Hillary Clinton has agreed to join Columbia University as a professor and presidential fellow. She accepted the professorship of international and public affairs. Additionally, she has joined the Columbia World Project Program as a presidential fellow. Hmm. I Whoa. just love solving problems. She does. She is honored, she said, to be joining Columbia University and the School of International and Public Affairs and Columbia World Projects, Clinton said in a statement about her new position. Along with those things, she said she will also be teaching how to smash cell phones, the bleaching process, and how to lie under oath. All these things (laughs) are extremely, extremely
3: important. Well, and how to leverage the intelligence community to help tank the person who beat you. That's very true as well. Thank you, David, for adding that.
4: It was a short script I had. I didn't have
2: all that on
8: there. so <laughs> We're getting closer and closer to number one.
3: Scott Robbins, try to affect the top three stories of the day. Two, No big surprise. Still funny to see it happen. Former Representative Adam Kinzinger, <laughs> Weepy McWeeperson, uh, yeah. is going or is actually now <sighs> a senior political contributor at CNN.
4: Senior political contributor at CNN. He was introduced last night. He said, I'm glad, par, glad to be a part of the CNN team. Glenn Greenwald tweeted out, hey, it's funny that these liberal outlets know they have to hire Republicans to maintain the facade of a real news outlet. Then they only hire the ones who agree with liberals on every key issue and won't ever alienate or even challenge anyone in their audience. As long as they can hire somebody that says Trump is orange Hitler. We already have a thousand others exactly like that that worked at CNN, but maybe this time it'll work out for them. Uh, The first guest, by the way. Mm hmm. On Adam Kinzinger's show, John Boehner, they're going to cry together, hold hands.
2: Man, who could have predicted this?
4: Everybody
8: now, on with
4: countdown. Everybody did, right? Yes. We did. Yes, we've been saying this since December. I think the only
2: quarrel was was it going to be CNN or MSNBC? Yeah.
4: And MSNBC, yeah. what? Liz Cheney in forty eight hours? It could be, but she's thinking about running for president because she cares so much about the country. <laughs>
5: Yeah, I can barely well, say Well, I guess
4: that. Kinzinger took himself out of that, didn't he, huh? Oh, boy. And finally...
2: Yes. And there you have it. No, we still have number one, one, don't we? One yet. Yeah. yeah. One. What's wrong with uh, you? Come uh,
3: on. Dr. Nicole one. Sapphire... <laughs> Thank you, Casey. Dr. Nicole Sapphire <laughs> <laughs> spots some clever wording from the CDC when it comes to the vaccine requirement for people coming into the country. Yeah,
4: this is weird. They issued the statement, if you are a non-U.S. citizen who is a non-immigrant, not a U.S. citizen, U.S. national lawful permanent resident or traveling to the United States as an immigrant visit, visit, you will need to show proof of being fully vaccinated against COVID-19 before you travel by air to the United States from a foreign country. Now, what's weird about that statement? What's weird about it is because it says travel by air. Walk in, no problem. Well, yeah.
3: COVID Come doesn't spread. Come walking
4: through the border, no problem at
3: all. If you fly, you're in trouble, buddy. Right. Covid. Everybody knows Covid doesn't spread when you walk, right. or something, <laughs> or boat. Right. Key
4: West, right? Yeah, non-citizens who are non-immigrants and seeking to enter by air, you got to show us your vaccine. If you cross the Southwest border on foot, yeah, forget it. You're good. Come on in. Your government in action, ladies and gentlemen. Uh, and there you have it. Very good. Name of science and safety. There you go.
2: I got a a little addition if you want to just have a little fun. Sure. I'm always up for fun. Did you see this? This is probably what BuzzFeed should just stick to. Things like this. 11 fads from 2013. How we think about it today. Sure. Back 10 years. Oh, yeah. Um, Honey Boo Boo. You know what? I don't know of a talk show host that talked more about Honey Boo Boo than Scott Robbins. I was fascinated by Honey Boo Boo. (laughs) You were? I'll be the first to admit it. Uh, 49% aren't fans anymore. Or never were. 42% don't care. 9% still love
4: her. I still got my tickets for the show that was canceled, Honey Boo Boo Live. No, you don't. Damn. Um, oh, the song What Does the Fox Say?
2: That was big guess, 10 years ago. Yeah, yeah I kind of yeah. remember that. 22% say they still like it. Um, Vine. I remember that.
3: I totally oh, that, forgot about Vine. That was uh, yeah the short video thing that w- was almost the precursor to TikTok. TikTok and when TikTok took off. Let's say that five times fast. Um, <laughs> Good luck. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah, Vine was pretty much irrelevant. Also because Instagram, I think, was having hosting videos again or, or started hosting videos and things like that. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, Walter White hats were big ten years ago. Oh
2: yeah. Because the finale aired in 2013. Twerking was big. That's still happening. It is, but 55% think it's lame now. Mm. 26% don't have an opinion. 19% say, yeah, it's still cool. Okay. Um, Kale. That's when it became
3: a superfood for a lot of people. Kale's kind of in everything now, though. Yeah. It sort of is. Sort of seems like that's still a big deal. And then there was one other that you know I know it was ten years ago,
2: uh, but for me I don't know that it really ever went away. At least I tried to not make it go away, and it was the goats screaming like humans.
4: <laughs> I loved that though. <laughs> don't ever, don't ever take that out of the arsenal. Well, I mean, if the, if somehow Jovi's in the news, we'll you know,
2: how do, do you not? I'll I'll <laughs> Every time I hear the song now, it feels like it's not right unless the goats are in there. See, and if you didn't laugh at it, maybe it
4: wouldn't mean so much to me. You know, funny's funny. I don't care. It never gets old.
2: I'm with you on that. All right. Okay. Got another news update. And
4: Nimrod's in the news. Straight ahead, right here.
3: Van and Robin Show. Jamie David Van Camp, Scott Robbins, news update, David Van Camp. All right, so we're still keeping an eye on the uh, chaos in the House of Representatives. As uh, 20 Republican Congress people will not be voting for Kevin McCarthy uh, to be Speaker of the House, and a lot of Republicans are very, very upset at this. Uh, they've they're going through the eighth round. Kevin McCarthy is going to lose in the eighth round. <laughs> I mean, at what point, seriously, do you you just recognize that nobody is moving from their positions and so the responsible thing, what what a true leader, somebody who really wanted what was best for not only his party but for the country would do is you leave, you step aside.
2: But it seems to be bigger than him. It's like the whole apparatus yeah, is like is. sticking to this,
3: and the trombone player is getting tired. It's like yeah, but
0: but but
3: most people, uh, most Republicans, are voting for him. Well, it's still yes. not enough. Yeah. <laughs> my, my bad. <laughs> it's still not enough. Um, mm-hmm. And I, there is some uh, boomer humor here, courtesy of foxnews.com. dot com. Yes, the headline as they are talking about the breaking news. Eight was not enough. Uh.
2: (laughs) From the old ABC show back
4: in Robin's time. You watched that growing up. You're the one that named it right out of the top there. Oh, yeah, eight eight is enough. Yeah. Yeah. My memory's better, but you watched it. We talked about this before. What, did you
2: just learn by it, wrote? No, I I remember watching it. Oh, okay. I was going to say. Willie Ames was on it. Yeah, Willie Ames was on it. Yeah, I remember the episode when he got hammered. Dad had to have a stern talking with him too. Sure. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. See if anybody else can name that today. All right. <laughs> I can't. If you want uh if you want to feel old, did you see they do this every year? It's like a list of albums that came out say 50 years ago or 40 or oh, 30 yeah. years ago. Yeah. 50 years ago, Dark Side of the Moon. Wow, Maybe that's something. Yeah. Wow. Yes. Goodbye Yellow Brick Road 50 years old. Yep. And, and wait, did you play that as a current what, Goodbye Yellowbrook Road? Yeah. No. Gosh. Okay. Come just on,
4: a, man. Just ask. <laughs> oh, turning 40 this year, Pyromania from Def Leppard. I did play that as a current, so did you. No, I didn't. I thought you did. Okay.
2: Oh, I would have loved to have had that gig when I was a sophomore in high school, but okay. it didn't play out that <laughs> way. Well. Right. I did play it. Yeah. Yeah. Synchronicity from The Police. Played that. And turning 30, Doggy Style from Snoop Dogg versus from Pearl Jam. Yeah. You were you were on board then. Yes. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> David was six years old. Mm-hmm. He was
1: calling. All right, let's Can just you guys get play to Pearl
4: Jam? <laughs> My name's David. Yeah.
1: When the going gets tough, damn it, this is too hard. The dumb get dumber. All oh, right, Dean. It's Nimrods in the News on the Martley, Van Camp, and Robbins show.
8: I love the
5: poorly educated.
1: All right. Nimrods in the
2: News. This is something out of Michigan. 42 year old woman, Kendra Lakari, arrested. Why? She cyberbullied her own daughter and the boy she was dating. Oh, my. The harassment went on for over a year. Like 349 pages of text and social media messages. It was sophisticated, too. She used a VPN to cover her tracks digitally. And then changed up her vocabulary. And then it even tried to frame another student for the harassment. So the victim goes to mom, at first for help. It Doesn't do anything. Goes to the authorities. They finally figured out who it was. Jeez. And that's Nimrods in the news.